Hey, it's Rob. This conversation with Risa Costas is full of love and energy. I hope you enjoyed as much as we had fun recording it. And speaking of love, I want to let you know about a webinar I have coming up on Thursday, June 2nd at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific called Creating with Time, Loving It and Having More of It. By the end, you will have a healthier relationship with time, one in which time serves you, excites you, and is a tool you use to create your vision and your best self. You can sign up at robcressy.com backslash webinar. If you want to change your life, change your relationship to time. Because time is a blessing, and that's something that Risa and I talk about being intentional about how you create with your time. So ask yourself, is 45 minutes worth changing the rest of my life forever? If so, go to robcressy.com backslash webinar to sign up. Now, time for the show. First question, tell me one thing you do to create your best year ever. I am putting things on my calendar that I have never thought to put on my calendar before. As you know, you met me through the Build Your Life Resume community and putting my personal life ahead of my professional life has not been something that I have done in years. So I'm putting trips I'm putting experiences and I'm putting outings with people that I wouldn't normally know or had never met on my calendar. I absolutely love that because what I hear from you is uncommon by design. And welcome to Best Year Ever, a podcast that inspires growth and impact so you can create your best year ever. And I'm your host, Rob Cressy, and joining me is Risa Costas, wardrobe stylist and personal shopper, entrepreneur, and co-founder of The Rescue Kit Company. Risa, glad to have you on the show. I'm so thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And I am so excited to have you because you and I first met at Driveway to Hell. And for anyone who listened to the episode before this, I gave sort of the um, one-hour version of the entire experience with Jesse Itzler and Sarah Blakely and running an up-and-downhill half marathon. And Risa, what we're going to talk about today is going to be so important and so impactful. We're going to talk about energy, but we're also going to talk about building relationships with yourself and the impact that that has. But I've got to start with this. And you were actually the beginning of my story of driveway to hell because we get to uh, where we are in Georgia, which is unnamed, to take a bus to uh, where the driveway to hell course is. And me and Luke are going to uh, grab lunch somewhere. So we're just walking around the small town and I'm wearing my Build Your Life resume hat, a.k.a. my bat signal to anybody else who's there who might be going on this experience. And boom, here are you and Leslie, and you say, hey, 
are you going to driveway to hell? And of course, we say yes. And you immediately give the biggest, warmest hug to both Luke and myself. And that single act right there set in motion all of the warmth and goodness and energy that was about to happen. And then we all grabbed lunch together and we immediately became best friends and you became part of our crew. So talk to me about being a hugging person for people you just met right out of the gate. It can be a little alarming for some people. I don't even ask, I just go straight for it. And sometimes people will flinch. And then there are the people that you meet, like you and Luke or Leslie, that go straight in for the hug. You know, I've always been a people person. People are what fuel me. People are what excite me. People are whom I serve in my business. And I feel like relationships are the cornerstone to everything that we do. Relationships have gotten me through not having a degree. Relationships have gotten me through moving all over the country and having to change jobs in a flash when I didn't have the education to back you know, the decisions I wanted to make for my career relationships are so important to me. And I feel like having that personal connection, number one, we've been missing it for the last couple of years. And this particular event was so momentous for all of us because we've been wanting to put bodies to the faces for so long. So for me, I mean, the energy level was through the roof. I couldn't wait to get on that plane. I couldn't wait to meet Leslie in person because we had been communicating um, via text and over the phone and Instagram. And I couldn't wait to meet the people who signed up, dropped everything in their lives and just got on that plane, got in that car, got on that bus and were there for that experience. So for me, the hug is like a culmination of my love for people and just the energy that I felt around this entire event. And it's really what BYLR has created for all of us. Hugs are like the, the first step to like human connection for me, for sure. And let's dive a little deeper into this around the energy side of things, because this is energy by design. And I'm someone who energy is one of my superpowers. And uh, you cannot give to others that which you are not receiving yourself. So for me, it's very simple. I'm someone who believes in creating my best year ever and my best day ever and living my best life. So therefore, boom, I create uh, and radiate a certain positive energy. And it's why I wore the hat looking for people to notice me so I could notice them and we could be in conversation right there. And it's a very subtle inch that I think a lot of people aren't very intentional about. So Risa, you and I, we love talking with people. We love hugging and high-fiving and, and doing all that we can to build these relationships, but it's not something that everybody has. And this isn't something that you're born with. And I believe this is something that you cultivate. And there's two parts to this. It is one, being intentional about wanting to create this energy that is inclusive. And maybe that's the word for it because like you, I was so excited to be part of this community. Having been part of Build Your Life Resume for the last three years, all I wanted was an in-person event where all these people that I'd seen on the Zoom calls or in the app or in Facebook, I was like, I just want to meet some people. I want to do some hard things. I want to have an experience and I want to add something to my life resume. So for me, my mindset going in was the people are the number one thing I want to get out of this. So therefore, 
I am going to go first. And I think this is such an important thing, whether you sit in the front row of a conference or a talk, or when they ask, does anybody have a question, whether that's at a small venue or a monster venue where you get all nervous inside and you're like, I don't even know what I'm going to ask. When you become the person that goes first, it transforms not only your life, but everybody else's life. And it allows you to create a life by design where you continually meet amazing and interesting people. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I live my life by going first. I have taken so many chances to get to where I am today. And that doesn't come from being quiet. I mean, I went back to school uh, to ASU when I was 29. I didn't graduate traditionally like everybody else. I went off to UMaine um, right after high school, but I had to leave after a year and a half because of an injury from a car accident right after high school. So I had to do something completely out of my comfort zone in order to work on myself. And that's really where it started for me. That's where I, I learned that I have to create my future because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So that's where I really started culminating my relationships and really started to realize like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to take the road that everybody else is taking. Who do I want to be for myself? Who do I want to be for other people? How am I going to get by when it's so incredibly taboo that I'm not going to have a degree like everybody else? How am I going to build my future, get a career, form relationships, and succeed? Because everybody else was taking the, the path that most people expected them to take. And I, I couldn't do that. So I learned really quickly that it wasn't going to be about what I knew. It was going to be about who I am and not just for myself, for other people showing up for other people, but, you know, digging deep and realizing like, I have a choice here. Like I can crawl into a little hole and be quiet and be meek and feel sad for myself that my life is going to be completely different than what I expected. Or I can go out there. I can go get random jobs and meet new people and move on from that job and go experience another job. Or I can, you know, be quiet and small and feel sad for myself. So I knew early on for me, it happened in my teenage years that I wanted to be somebody that people looked at and felt energized by, felt inspired by, and felt excited about because I knew I was meant to do big things. I knew I was meant to be around great people. Um, it just took me a little while to sort of get there and build that self-confidence in order to really feel it. Like, I'm 40 now and being at a at an event like Driveway to Hell like that is a culmination for me of years of practice and years of experience and years of getting out of my comfort zone in order to be so enthusiastic and so confident in introducing myself and getting to know people and going first like you said. I mean, years and years of going first, some failures, you know, but some really exciting things that have come out of it. So I couldn't agree with you more on, on going first and just taking the plunge. There is so much that you said that we're going to dive deep into. And I'm with you so often people see someone with a, a magnetic energy or smile or hug and they're like, oh, it must just come so easy for them. 
but I am also proved similar to you. I am 12 years in the making of being all in on my personal growth and development and mindset because I was not always like this. And I think about the energy that I was intentional about showing up as uh, at driveway to hell. And one thing that I believe I was probably known for on that course was I smiled the entire time, all 13.1 miles up and down the driveway every single time. And why in the world did I do that? Well, number one, I was legitimately having the time of my life. I'm like, there is 200 friends here. I haven't met all of them before, but this is an opportunity to have an experience. And there's Jesse and Mark Brown and Sarah and just so many people that are there. And I'm loving this. But then number two, I looked at my own strength and I'm like, I know that not everybody is in the same position that I am and certainly mentally and both in my heart set or physically as well. So what can I do to make this experience better for everyone else? And this is something that as I think back on it goes all the way back to when I was playing Little League Baseball when I was just a little lowercase g. And I was always the kid that encouraged the pitcher or the batter. Oh, come on, Johnny, you got this. Boom. It was a natural thing for me. So when I got to driveway to hell, I'm pretty sure and I know I encouraged every single person that passed by me because that was the beauty of this. 13 times down, 13 times up. And we're all going at different paces. So you see everybody all of the time. And it was impossible for me to pass by someone and not show them love so much so that I actually said to Kevin Walker, I was like, Kevin, I'm trying to figure out what else I can say to people other than good job, keep it going. Because as the miles were going, I didn't want my words to be hollow and I wanted there to be some effect for all of that because I could start to see the language that some people were having. You get to mile six and now the legs start to hurt and the mind starts to get weak and boom, I wanted to be there, that little jolt of energy for people. So the best thing that I could do is smile because one, it takes no extra effort for me just to smile. But two, uh, there's a quote that I love from a marketing standpoint, and this has always been a marketing fundamental for me. Smiles don't lie. And for me as a brand builder, whether it's my brand or the companies that I work with or the clients that I work with, my goal is to help people and create smiles because when people are smiling, they're happy, they're having fun. So for me, I was intentional about sharing my energy by smiling on the course because I knew I could make that a better experience for everybody. Yeah. And you were infectious. And I, there were three parts of my body that were incredibly sore. My right knee, my feet, and my face from smiling. And I said that to Jesse after I was like, my face physically hurts from how hard I smiled today. So like you, and I think this is why the universe brought us together for that lunch before, like you, we are the same breed of human. And that's what this event did. It, it brought all the same breed of extra special elite human beings together. That's what Jesse culminates. That's what this group wants to be. There were no bad apples. We all talked about that. And I agree with you. I was running out of motivating things to say, but it was okay. We just kept saying the same thing. Like, you got this. Keep going. Red band. Like, whenever we had that red band, that was so exciting. I mean, everybody was in that same boat. I, I, I The energy was so palpable that I never for one second thought that I wouldn't finish. I was just wondering, like, 
when it would be like, how fast am I going to do this? Like, when is it, how fast am I going to get up to the top of that hill so I can cheer people in? Because I wanted to do that. Like I skipped the cold plunge and sauna after the race because I wanted to be at that finish line in that tunnel, holding my coconut and staying hydrated, but high-fiving everybody that came through either for their next lap or to finish because Jesse talked about the importance of being at, you know, being there at the finish to cheer, to cheer everybody in. And I, I, I've always been that person like you. I was a cheerleader in high school and in college. I've always been in people's corners. I have lived my life in a pay it forward mentality for cheering on other people. I mean, anybody that knows me will tell you that's one of my greatest strengths is supporting other people and, and cheering them on in life and business in every aspect. And I'm right there with you. It's why I ended up going back on the course and doing two more laps and miles with Klaus because uh, I saw the opportunity to uh, live what we all preach from a being there for others in community and in the last laps are when the people need this the most. And that's oftentimes, and certainly in all areas of life, when people are the most uh, foreign or away. So it's like, boom, we got our hours. We got food, coconuts, cold plunges, saunas. And it's like, now we get to finally bask in the glory of all of this great achievement that took three plus hours but then there's the people that still have another hour and a half going on and the course gets mighty quiet and mighty empty. And this is where I said, listen, you know what? This is why I'm here is to help other people. And what I want to do is dive deeper into two things that you extra, that you said. And we've both talked about how there were extra special humans at this event that the 200 people at Driveway to Hell were some of, if not the best people I have ever been around in my entire life. And that is not by accident. And you previously talked about, it's about who I am and the choice that I have. And you're speaking straight out of the way that I coach and create with the thing that is most important in my life and the thing that I can control is who I am and the story that I tell myself. And this is a choice. And there's a few other small little language things that you said of life was different than I expected. And I wanted to be someone who dot, dot, dot. But then there's also the things that everybody else in life expects that I'm going to do. So now we're dealing with expectations from others, friends, family members, social media. Then we have our own expectations, this dream, this vision that we have in our own life. And I aspire to do this and you can see this. But now most people just stop there because you know what, Risa and Rob? Well, insert excuses or insert lack of support. But you and I believe in, and we are proof of, over the last decades, the things that you can do to create yourself into the best version of yourself. It's why this podcast exists, best year ever. Because how do you create your best year ever? Your best month ever, week ever, day ever, hour ever, moment ever. This is a mindset, a lifestyle, and a way of being. So I wanna talk with you about building the relationship with yourself because I believe and know this single choice and decision changed my life, changed your life, and can change everyone else's life. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
it starts with yourself. And that is not something that anyone teaches us at a young age. We're taught at a young age to take care of everybody around us. But nobody told me when life was falling apart at a young age or I was experiencing bullying or insecurity issues, whatever it was that I was going with as a child, nobody stopped and said, take care of yourself. How do we build you up? How do we build that confidence? It isn't really talked about. And maybe it is now today more than it was when I was a child. But I feel like one thing that I've learned and one thing that I've focused on over the last 10 plus years is how do I build myself up? What can I do to take care of myself so I can go out and not feel resentment about being the best version of myself for other people? I think it comes from a lot of discipline. I think it comes from writing things down and expressing things to yourself for yourself. So journaling and saying the things that you might not want to say to somebody else, getting it all out on paper, spit it out so you can release and have a great day. I think it comes from uh, mental exercises, telling yourself I'm worthy, affirmations, telling yourself that you are capable of anything. I think anybody who's been through any adversity in their life, probably the one person that they could rely on to get them through was their self. If they stopped and think, thought about it, they would learn that they had the mental resilience to get themselves through. And I didn't really stop and think about that until the last few years. But I got myself through some of the toughest situations. When people weren't there for me, I had myself to rely on. So I use that as fuel now in my adult life to get myself through some really difficult situations. Now, we all have people that we can depend on, therapists, business coaches, mentors, good friends, family members. But at the end of the day... It's the things that I'm doing for myself that really push me through. So I think like having some form of expression for yourself to yourself is a huge part of building your self-confidence, your self-worth and being able to face the day so you can be the best version of yourself for others. Yeah. And uh, it's, and it's why um, relying on myself, no one is ever going to be there for you like you will yourself. So therefore, I always believed in, well, no one can ever take away from me two things, what I learn in my mindset. So in this world of entrepreneurship and the ups and downs and the roller coasters of life and business, that even when times are tough, I can still choose to show up happy. I can still choose to be part of communities and coaching programs that make me feel good. I can still choose to learn. And it's why I created my Design Your Best Self program for anyone who's interested, who hears this sort of stuff and says, hey, what is the roadmap? Go to robcressy.com backslash I am great. I reverse engineer the process for how you can create a life that you love, freedom, happiness, and make the vision that you have come to life and really become the best version of yourself where you show up and you say, I love every single day because Risa, there's something else that you previously told me that I love about this. So showing up and being the best version of yourself, it's not just for ourselves. It's for others too. It is for our friends, our family, our children, those who are closest to us. 
but it's also for our clients. And I know both you and I are in positions uh, where we coach or give advice to people in a variety of different areas. And once again, you cannot give to others that which you are not experiencing yourself. So me showing up as the best version of myself every single day allows me to create more impact and be a champion for others that I work with or be a champion for people on the course when we're running a half, mile, half marathon up and downhill. So can you talk about the importance of you showing up, owning who you are, being the best version of yourself for others, including your clients? Well, I always say this to my clients. I mean, I have to lead by example. If I show up to your house to dress you or put an outfit on you and I roll in and I'm like not excited or I don't have the energy level to get you excited because so many people struggle with the getting dressed process. And it's, there's a lot of stress around what to wear for something. I mean, one of the main questions I get in a text every day is, what do I wear to this? What do I wear to this? How do I dress for this? And people are concerned about how they show up as the best version of themselves. I can't imagine not showing up as my most happy, energetic, and fulfilled self when I go to motivate a client to do something that they already struggle with. So you really have to dig deep, I think, and do the work and choose happiness. That That is a choice. Happiness is a choice. I choose to have a smile on my face when I walk in the door for clients. I choose to give them a hug. I choose to have energy in my step. I choose all of the things that I am. And one of the, we talk, you and I have talked about compliments and how amazing it is to receive and be able to receive a compliment. One of the greatest compliments I could ever receive and I have received time and time again is your energy level is magnetic. Your smile, your excitement level is, I wanna be on your level. Well, you can be on my level. You have to wake up and make a conscious choice that you're lucky to be where you are right now in that moment, whatever it is that you're doing with whoever you're with, yourself, anybody around you, you are so blessed and so lucky to be in that situation. You're so lucky to have a job. I'm so lucky to serve people. I'm so lucky that people choose me in the hardest moments of their life, at the most stressful times of their life, whether it's providing them one of our fashion emergency kits from Rescue Kit or showing up to put clothing on their back. I am so blessed and so lucky that I get to use my gifts for good to build them up. So happiness is a choice. Joy is a choice. Being grateful is a choice. And it's something that I practice every single day. There isn't a day that goes by where I don't tell at least one person that I am grateful for them every single day. It's now part of my routine. And I I do believe that it feeds my energy level and my zest for life. And I think one of the most incredible things about this group that we're a part of that Jesse has created is the gratitude that everyone feels to be a part of this. There were no bad attitudes and not every single person smiled on that hill up and down. But at, I, I strongly believe that everyone was feeling that feeling of just excitement and gratitude. And if you surround yourself with people who are choosing that daily and you lead by example and you exude that daily, you are going to have the best life in the world. You are going to be the wealthiest person in the world.
And Risa, I am so thankful and grateful for having met you and for us to have had the opportunity to do this conversation. And there's a few things that I want to dive slightly deeper on with this. So people say, I want to be on your level and I've received that as well. And I'll sort of yes and that. I see you and I hear you. However, I would like you, the person coming to us, to create your own level because that's what this is really about. So they see the projection and certainly Jesse Itzler of all people knows about this because people aspire to be like Jesse. So you see the lifestyle, you see the energy, you see the way that he inspires and you're like, I want to be more like Jesse. It's like, cool, yes, comma. So let's create your own version of that by design, which brings us to the next point of doing the work. So I want to make sure that we're very tactical here because a lot of this stuff in theory, boom, I'm about this life. But how do I do this if I have not done this before? And we get it. Everybody has challenges, judgments, fears, self-limiting beliefs, um, ailments and sicknesses and family members Everybody has all of these things going on in life. So none of us are unique. We just have our own different situations all at different times. So when we start from that position that, all right, what's going on in my life? It isn't uh, that much different than anybody else's. All right, now is my opportunity to say, I am going to do the work on myself. And to me, this is the number one key to change and transformation is you have to want this. So you say, you know what? I want to be about this life because I am about this life because all of this is just commitment, choices, and consistency. So Risa, let's talk about what doing the work looks like for ourselves, how we show up by design every single day because this is 101 once again, how I live and how I coach and what I help people understand is their ability to create anything that they want in their life. It's why for me, my morning routine is paramount to the way that I create myself and so is my evening routine and so is the way that I audit the inputs of what am I consuming? I'm someone who has never watched the news before. Why? That's not helping me be the best version of myself. It's actually taking me further away from where I want to go. So you talked about some things. We've got gratitude, journaling, meditating, speaking uh, affirmations and declarations out there into the world and doing this every single day. And why every single day? Because there's a natural decay that happens in life. Boom, you start your day. Boom, everything is amazing. But then naturally as noon and then three o'clock and then five and six and seven and eight gets there, your energy gets a little bit lower and more things happen with life. There's more inputs there. So like a computer, you need to reboot yourself the next day to recreate those same feelings. So what does doing the work look like for you? For me, it's consistency, it's action, so less talking, more doing. We talked about gratitude. It's also cutting things and people that do not serve me. That is a huge, huge portion of me being able to execute in my life, setting 
boundaries. Jesse talks about how you do anything is how you do everything. Are you leaving the dishes until the next morning? Are you not making your bed every morning? What are you doing in every second of your day to make sure that you're setting the standard for the entire day? Every single second and minute has to be intentional. And that means in your mind and in what you surround yourself with, who you surround yourself with, and how you complete an action. There is no way you're going to get to the next level and be the best version of yourself if you have any kind of toxicity or um what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Judgment, resistance. Judgment, resistance, procrastination is a huge thing. Don't put off until tomorrow what should be done today so you can succeed. That is how I've gotten by. It isn't, and and most, a lot of it is people say, I can't believe you launched rescue kit company. Like, how are you able to do that and do your styling business? I mean, I'm basically a one woman show here physically in Arizona. My sister's my business partner in rescue kit and she's handling half of the business, but I've got the physical portion and the packing and the shipping and business development and creative. We're, I mean, she's an incredible partner and I could have never done it without her. I can't do it without her, but there's still a physical aspect of what I have to do. And there's still, you know, it's, it still falls a lot on my, on my hands and in my lap. There's no way I would have been able to do that if I didn't cut the noise and keep moving forward. It's just what we had to do at driveway to hell. We had to keep taking steps forward to finish and meet our goal. It's the same thing in your everyday life. If you're not taking these steps forward and having forward momentum all day long, you're going to sit and be stale and stagnant, and you will not complete your task. It's very simple. And I love how you said every second of your day is intentional. Wait, Robin Reese, there's no way. Yes, every single second, because here's where it all changes. When you realize this is a choice, you get to design it, you can choose to be happy, and this can be so much fun. And then... You create forward momentum, not just in your business or not just in one area, but all areas of your life because you're intentional about all areas of your life. So now you're intentional about all of the time and everything that you do. And there is not a heavy energy on this because we've designed ourselves to love our life and to love ourselves. And when you love yourself and you love the lens that you see the world, and now you think about others, we spend so little time on the negative. It doesn't mean bad things don't happen in our lives. It doesn't mean we don't have bad thoughts, but we have the ability to shrink the dispersion for how long that sits in our mind because we know the truth of the story of who we are because we've got the tools and the process that says, listen, every single day I've got the ability to create myself. This is how I do it. When I get off course, which I know is going to happen at some point in life, here's how I get back on, rinse and repeat, keep building the forward momentum every single day. Exactly. I mean, no entrepreneur has become successful by not following that simple structure. And being purpose-driven in your life, in your business, is so incredibly important to get to the next level. It's Being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. And you and I both know that 
it's not for everyone. <laughs> it takes a special breed of human that's willing to commit fully in all areas of their life, not just their business in all areas. And that's why I wanted to join this community because I felt like something was lacking for me. And it was the group of people that I needed around me to push my energy level even further. I needed that. I needed that motivation. I needed to make sure that I was putting things on my calendar that pushed me in my personal life so I could be better in my business life. Because business for me is is it's not all I have, but it's my focus. It's my priority right now. It's my baby. I don't have a significant other. I don't have children. This is my life's purpose, but I still want to make sure that I'm living my personal life to my fullest. And this group has brought me the excitement and a new energy level for all areas of my life. And Risa, entrepreneurship may not be for everyone, but living your best life is. Being your best self is. We all have that inside of us. So ask yourself, do you have that greatness inside of you for you to be your best self, to live your best life? Because I know myself and Risa, we both believe in you. And I enjoyed this conversation, conversation so much. Where can everybody connect with you? Yes, they can find me on Instagram at at Restyle. So it's R-I style underscore consulting. They can also find the Rescue Kit Company at at the Rescue Kit Co. or on my website, RisaCostas.com. And I want to hear from you. What is one thing that you do to intentionally cultivate your energy? You can hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy. And once again, if you're someone who wants to become the best version of yourself, it doesn't mean that you're coming from lack. You're someone who knows you've got more levels to yourself. I would love to be a champion for you. I'll drop a link below where you and I can schedule time to jump on a call or go to robcressy.com backslash I am great. Would love to have you part of my program so that we can create some amazing things together.